Haven Madison is a junior at Clarksville High School and a contestant on this season of American Idol. She shares her incredible journey from growing up on a tour bus with her musician father to what inspired her to write her own songs to what it's like trying out for American Idol. Clarksville's conversation is powered by FNM Bank. Ryan, thank you for joining me today for Clarksville's conversation. I am glad to be here because we have an incredible oh, yeah. young lady here. I've been looking forward to having you, Haven, because I've just been watching you from afar, and I'm so proud and so excited about this journey. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you guys for letting me come. You look like you're having a ton of fun. I am. This is so much fun. I, I've watched my dad do this for so long, and now he's on the couch watching me. I'm like, ha-ha, <laughs> my turn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you know, now you can be my groupie. I don't have to be yours. Right. Yeah. I have to follow you around, Dad. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. So, okay. So let's back up for just mm-hmm. a minute because I want to hear what made you, like, tell me about the journey. What made you decide, oh, I think I'm going to sign up for American Idol? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's funny because 15 was a song I wrote about, like, I'm probably not going to get it now. Let me complain. Dad's saying, let me finish high school. You know, and oh, oh yeah, I can be real. He was like, well, it's fair now because now I'm in it. And I'm like, all right, I see your point. Mm-hmm. He's like, please just wait a minute. Just well, wait. that's just your dad wanting what's best for you, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. dad being dad. And that was me being like, nope. It's you being a teenager. Right. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you know what's best for you right now. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had 15 and then you decided, oh, dad, can I sign up for what did he do the first time you asked him if you were, could sign up for American Idol? Well, um. So the opportunity came about and we were like, it, the first step was just a phone call. Mm-hmm. Just just a phone call. We were like, all right. Well, I'm thinking it's, a, we thought it was a scam because yeah. it was just kind of like random. And we were like, maybe this isn't real. Like, cause you know, nowadays it's all on zoom. It's all online. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, sure, we'll do the phone call. And so they sent you an email saying, Hey, can you do a phone call? Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, we did it and they were, and I was like, this is cool. Let's, let's do it. Let's just try. And dad was like, We'll do the Zoom. He's so patient. We'll do the Zoom. We'll just see. Well, hold up. Let's wait. Yeah, right. And we hop on that Zoom and we went through like three different producers and they said the whole, we're going to fly you out and you're going to do So Katie, did you Luke send your 15 in? Is that how the process all started? You sent that in to them? No, the process, it, you you get to pick your three songs and you just hop on a Zoom and then okay. you you go through different like breakout rooms on Zoom. So, but like, tell me about what made you decide I'm sending my three songs. How did that happen? Like, I, you went to your dad and said, "I think I'm going to try out for American Idol," and he went, "Sure, you are, kiddo." Right. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. I um, the opportunity came about, and we did we did that phone call, and we kind of sat down, and we were like, "All right, we have these three songs. Like, this is real." Yep. Well, even still, I I really did think it was still somewhat of a scam until I literally saw the three judges. Mm-hmm. I cannot lie. So even. They're flying you out to, to California. Mm-hmm. You know, you and dad are on a plane. Dad's got his guitar case. You yeah. know, we checked it. You're still thinking at that point, they got me in a room. I'm sitting here for hours waiting to go in front of the judges. How long this, did you have to wait? This could be a scam. Forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This I mean, could be a scam. Oh, yeah. I, it was, we were just really going out on a limb with this one. That's why I'm still a little shocked that dad was like, sure. I think he was trying to be like, all right, we'll let her do it and see how it happens. He thought, oh, we'll let her do it. Yeah, yeah we'll, let we'll, this phase, we'll let this phase go by. Right? <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> yeah. So you, how long did you have to wait to get in front of the judges? Oh, my gosh. I mean, like in the one room, we were there for like three hours probably. Oh, wow. I just sitting there with uh-huh. no clue what's happening because they don't really tell you. I mean, we didn't even get our flight information until like the day before. And so by this point, your battery's going dead and you don't have anything else to do but just sit and wait. 
Yeah. Hurry up and wait was like the motto. Yeah. So when you walk in the room, talk, talk to Rana about how that felt walking in that room. Like we, obviously you're nervous, but let's talk about that. Yeah. I mean, walking in the room, I kind of had to, uh, you know, like somewhat flip back into gear of like, oh shoot, this is happening now because uh -huh. you wait for so long. It was like, what are we doing here? What's going on? Well, you're really nervous. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing the three judges. They look so perfect in person. I was like, is this like happening they have and people that do their makeup and hair though i, I mean, know we but they do those people do really well like i want them they yeah, not I, I don't know but i would be afraid to mess up my mascara if i look that good all the time true yeah true and you know the one episode where katie took her hair out like <laughs> but um yeah i mean you walk past like a whole section of cameramen and i was just walking in and i was like okay remember how to sing remember how to sing don't lock your knees don't pass out mm -hmm. like the whole spiel and me and dad are looking at each other and we were just like, uh, we gave each other the eyes of, let's just see what happens. Isn't it wonderful, though, that y'all are so close that y'all can kind of share that journey together? That's pretty spectacular, I think. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. And it's funny, too, that like, well, first of all, that he, they caught him being emotional on TV. I think that's I great. Know. Does it I'm not like, happen often at home? Oh, <laughs> come on. Come on. He's Jason. He's good. He's got it under control. Oh, he's cool. I, he's cool, he's got, Dad. That's how I am. I'm good. I've got it. I'm going to go cry on the floor when you're not here. I don't know, though. I think that when it has to do with your children and, you know, their happiness, for a parent, it's just a whole nother level. And for him to be part of that, I can see. I mean, when, it, when it's your kids, it's just a whole nother level of emotion. So... You're saying basically that's like the second or third time you've seen your dad cry in your entire life is yeah. is is in front of American Idol. Yeah. In front of millions of people. In front of millions oh, of people. Yeah. We walked out of the room. I was like, ha ha ha. <laughs> it aired. It aired. And I'm sitting there with my dad and I look at him and I'm like, ooh, booyah. <laughs> Caught. No, but there had to been a moment for your dad because you come from a professional musician house. Your mm -hmm. dad was touring on the road. You were you were a a musician's kid. Mm -hmm. You you grew up on a tour bus. You grew up backstage at shows. And so for that moment when your dad is you know, playing the guitar, and then when he sees the judges' reaction that we all saw on TV, mm -hmm. and we all had the same reaction Katy Perry did. We we're like, oh wow, it had to have been for your dad. Like, okay, I just went from having Haven be my daughter to now I'm. I'm always going to be her dad, uh, you know, because. <laughs> well, I think also, and I think Jason, I actually talked about this. You want so much to protect your kids mm -hmm. because you, you never want to see them hurt. You never want to see them disappointed. Right. And you went into that room with no clue how they were going to react. Not at and all. To, yeah. As a parent, to see them react so positively, it's just as it's just kind of like a weight off you like, thank goodness, because you know that the opposite could have so easily happened. And then you have to watch your child devastated in front of millions of people. Right. Well, it's a good thing Luke Bryan gave you the thumbs up because I can see your dad going across the, the, the table. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he may not be a crier, but yeah. I also don't think he's yeah. a fighter. You were a little pitchy. You were a little pitchy there, kid. Like what? Like your dad giving the look or whatever yeah, on that. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. And that's something that you had to sit on that for a really long time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like we opened the floodgates. Like we this has kind of just been our thing. It's how we bond. It's it's just my friends know, oh, she sings. She's the singer. Yeah. Some people at school. Oh, I think she might be the one that sings. And then it was like, here I am. Oh, she's me. the singer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So how's that journey been for you? Has it at school? I mean, I know because you haven't, I mean, are your, 
do you now realize that everybody wants to be a part of it? Where before it's like, oh, you're just the cheerleader, the singer. How's that been for you? Yeah, I mean, I have I have my close friends and just leaning on them has been helping me through a lot. Uh-huh. And they're, they're they've been so positive with encouraging me, but also making me feel grounded. And I think something I actually I met with um, a lady named Melinda Doolittle before mm-hmm. this whole process and something she told me. She just told me, you know, no matter how this thing goes, I want you to know this, that fame is not a change in you. It's a change in how the people around you react to you. That is such good Mm -hmm. advice. Yeah. And that's just been something, you know, like I noticed maybe somebody's looking at me here and there or somebody comes up to me at school, but especially having my close friends and my family, I've, it's just been very apparent to me that I haven't changed. I've just, a lot more people know me now. So what's it like when you're out in public and someone you don't even know walks up to you? Oh my gosh. Somebody did that. And like recognize me from TikTok, which I was so honored because I yeah. freaking love TikTok. Like it's a problem. And <laughs> I, it's so cool. I'm like, you guys like my random videos I'm putting together, like just because I'm bored. Yeah. Or like my yep. songs that I'm putting together because a boy made me mad. Like, oh, you guys like that? It's so cool. I'm going to have to go follow you on TikTok now. Oh, I didn't, yeah. stop. I, I actually, I've seen some of your TikToks. They're really good. I quit doing them. <laughs> did you really? I did because there for a while I was doing them as um, honestly making fun of my bullies yes I also I made fun of your children yeah but when it got to a point where (laughs) when it got to a point where honestly before when I first started doing it nobody here knew about it Uh so it didn't affect them but when their friends started following it oh uh, yeah it kind of starts affecting them so I kind of quit doing it it was fun for a while but yeah no I definitely don't want to make their teenage years even worse for them because I'm on TikTok (laughs) making fun of them hey when I came into high school my freshman year I had to explain why my dad had more Instagram followers than me well, true story on the TikTok. It all started because I did this video of my dog and put it on TikTok. And Aiden, my son, I said, I was so proud of it. I'd never done a video in my life. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, did you see that video I did of Molly? I thought he was going to love it. It's his dog. He said, yes, mom, and you're too old for TikTok. Oh. And I said, listen here, you little punk. I'm going to prove you wrong. And he said, and I quote, this was like on a Friday, you will not hashtag your way to having more followers than <gasps> me. And I said, mm-hmm. And I said, you just wait and see. And so oh, that's how it all started is uh, a I'm challenge yeah. by Aiden. Hashtag mama's got more followers than you. Facts. I'm going to rub that into Aiden's face in math class next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, so how did you explain the fact when you, you show up to high school and how do you explain that your dad has more Instagram followers than you? Oh my gosh. I, okay. It, it could go one of two ways. It was either like, oh, your dad's like Billy Fortunato or it was like, who? Like there was no in between, but no matter which <laughs> end of the spectrum you were on by the grace of the Lord, they would find videos of me on social media, like Haven before braces, not a sight to see. Don't look it up. I don't, I don't <laughs> want you to see it. It was a tough time, but they all had those pictures too. Yes. But theirs weren't like on YouTube with however many views, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I would sit in science class and this kid next to me is like, is this you? And it's like, terrible teeth haven talking about something on building 429's youtube i'm like oh i think the first time i really realized that you had this spectacular voice was during covid didn't you two get together and do some stuff in the studios together yeah i mean when covid it happened was amazing yeah i mean he couldn't tour and it's not like i was doing anything so we were like hey maybe we could uh, i remember burn some, some time in here mm-hmm. so f- 15 what it, what inspired you to write that song mm. Dad, how honest do i want to be in this Dad not letting you do what you wanted to do? Well, yeah. I mean, dad dad wanting me to wait, um, going to school. I, okay. I, school is sit down, do what we tell you, do it on our time frame, mm-hmm. and make it through, go to college, work a job, have kids die. 
Like that is how school makes me feel. I actually <laughs> am 52 and agree with you about that whole thing. Yes. Yeah. And to just, I, I just, you know, you get, you do, you do the get to know you papers the first day of school and they're like, what do you want to do? And I'm like music. And they're like, uh-huh. what college do you want to go to? Possibly none. Um, okay. It's mm-hmm. like, it is so yeah. not very known. And so I just sat down and I was like, you people don't understand. You're telling me I have time, be a kid, enjoy my time. I have dreams and I want to go, let me go, you know? Mm-hmm. And a little bit to my dad, a little bit, a little bit to my school. I was just frustrated. I was like, I want this now. Let me have it now. And ironically enough, it seems to be happening right now. Wow. Yeah, that's exciting. You were a child that grew up on the road. We talked about it, the tour bus. Mm-hmm. You grew up backstage. Um, I heard a story <laughs> that maybe your dad wasn't the diva on stage, but maybe someone else in the family right. was All the right. diva All right, tell on the story. Tour. Tell the story. I would like to announce to the security guard, if you're listening, I am now 17 and very sorry. Um, so I, uh, <laughs> to go backstage, you have to have the pass. It's like the all access. And um, I was, I don't even know. I was very little. I had the Bob haircut. So it had to have been a while ago. That was back when you still had red hair, right? No, Avery we, has red hair. Oh, Avery. Okay. I've always been a blondie. Okay. I knew one of Avery one still of has like red. bright orange yeah, hair. Yeah. Right. Let the record reflect he was a troublemaker. I was a diva. <laughs> we had our fair share. Um, anyways, so I was like, I didn't have the pass and I was trying to get backstage to like the catering or the snacks or something. And <laughs> the security guard was like, oh, like, hey, he was trying to, I, from a young age, I have never been one to like talk to me like I'm my age. Like mm-hmm. if you talk to me like I was five when I was five, I would be like, ah, you're talking to me like I'm five. <laughs> like I've always, my mind has been like two years ahead. And um, he was like, oh, sweetie, you can't come back here. And I, I was like, excuse me. And he was like, you need like, this is for the band. Like you can't come back here. And I looked him in the eyes. I was like, do you know who I am? And (laughs) dad, my dad turned the corner and was like, Oh, I'm sorry. This is my daughter. And we walked back and he was like, okay, go get your snacks. And I I was so distraught. How do you not know who I am? But now now that everybody knows who you are, you probably won't even say something like that. I would not say something like that. I, I, once again, to the security guard, I'm very sorry. Did you not know that I was a big deal? This right. is oh at five years old. Yes. He probably saw that American Idol audition and said, wait a minute. Uh, I know that young lady. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. So we're going to American Idol. What's next? What's next for you? Oh my. I mean, American Idol has been, I feel like um, music's a ramp. It's never mm-hmm. like this step, this step, this step. You're there. Right. Ever. It's an up and down ramp. And I think this just made a little steeper and we're going a little faster. And Mm -hmm. I definitely don't want to stop at American Idol. Once the show ends, I want to keep going. And this has just been kind of the trigger to start it all, especially because, you know, I was in high school. We were like, let's wait. Let's see what happens. But no, like when this is over, I want to do shows. I want to go everywhere. I I want to chase this dream. And I saw it in my dad. Um, He built his whole music career from the bottom up and I've seen it in him he cannot fail because he is so determined to succeed. And it's the same. It's the same here. I've never really, people are like, what's your backup plan? If I have a backup plan, I do not believe in my plan A. So I'm not going to have one. Oh, I do love that. Mm-hmm. I do love that. What have you learned from American Idol that let's say after this journey, after this is over, what do you think you'll take from that with you in the future? Uh, first of all, the people mm-hmm. I have made like lifelong friendships with these people, um, especially That's like good. the other minors, like, we're all in high school trying to play it cool like we're normal, but our heart want this dream. Like it's been really neat being around that many people that are like-minded and that passionate um, because it's so rare. And then you put like a hundred of us in a room. It was like amazing. So the people, um, 
the just the managing everything, being able to balance between I'm like the Hannah Montana life. I'm going to school and then I'm like flying out and trying to go be on TV at the same time. But really just just being able to keep moving and keep being inspired, keep songwriting while I'm playing the last song. It's just it's just given me a glimpse of the life that I saw my dad live. And it has made me want it even more like the fire just keeps getting bigger. Well, I'm going to say, because you used Hannah Montana, that we hope that you stay grounded and do not follow the Hannah Montana. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. I was obsessed with it. I, I had a Hannah Montana pop-up tent. Okay, this is funny. At our old house, the playroom, you know, most kids have a playroom and there's like a yeah. football, yeah. some toys. No, no, we had a stage. We had a mini stage with a speaker and a microphone. And when me and Avery would play, no yeah, toys, we, it, we yeah. were on the stage like throwing down and I had a little pop-up Hannah Montana dressing room. So I would like go in the dressing room and Avery would be like, now introducing. And I would like I dramatically walk out of the dressing room. Oh gosh. I love it. Listen, we do karaoke at my house, but not one of us can sing like you guys can. I Usually it's really after hear that. beverages. Okay, valid. <laughs> That's when we're like, I got this. <laughs> I have the karaoke. <laughs> yes. So uh, I'm going to ask you just a couple more questions. So talk to me about, like you said, a hundred of you in a room. Mm -hmm. Is, is it everybody been welcoming? Is it everybody been supportive or is it very competitive? No, the culture of the show is such encouragement, which that's nice. That's yeah. what I was so scared of. I, I didn't know anybody. I'm walking into a room, especially with people older than me who have experience and I'm like trying to make my way in. I was like, I don't know how I would have handled it if it was competitive, but no, even even the whole process, even as it slimmed down more, just the support just kept growing. Everybody wants the other person to succeed. Like since the get go, the first person I met, I was like, I want you to win and I want you to win and I want you to win. Like everybody's talented. Everybody deserves to be there. And everybody is so encouraging and loving that it's just been an amazing process. Well, I think that if you keep being you and you keep being kind and you keep being humble and you keep being encouraging, that it will always be that way for you. And that's easy for you. And then I hope that you don't run across someone that's not encouraging, you know? Because we're behind you. You may want all your friends to win on American Idol, but we only want one person to win on American <laughs> Idol, and that's you. Ryan Thank and you. I have this new thing that we don't even mention anyone else's name. We're no. not even putting their names out in the universe. I don't even know if there's anybody else on that show. Because yeah. Oh, my yeah. god! We were doing a, a, a podcast yesterday, and we were like, oh, that other unnamed person. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, word. that's where we're... You can go be the kind one. We're going to sit over here and not put them out there. Oh, right. Like, good cop and bad cop. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Has it been hard, though, hey, and to keep because you know a certain level that the public doesn't know about the show as far as your journey on that That's show. Question, yeah. Yeah. Is it hard? You're high your high school kid, everybody's asking. Ooh, is yes. it hard to keep it a secret? Yeah. It would be so hard for me. I'm like, I'm always I'm like plead the fifth. Sorry. How's this and this and this and this and where are you? I'm like, I don't know, can't tell you. Sorry. And they're just like, not 100% sure that that person's not a plant from American Idol. Are right, they exactly. Really? Like, are well, you, you a spy? Who, you never know who you, when you tell someone to something, who they're going to tell. Exactly. That's just the principle of high school. You, you tell one person, that one person has to tell one person. And so the chain goes on. You're like, why does that student look like Lionel mm -hmm. Richie wearing oh, literally. a big backward baseball cap? <laughs> I don't think that's really a high school student. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question. Uh, and then I want to hear what you, anything you want to say, but talk to me about your songwriting. Cause I imagine that's the thing that sets you apart from a lot of other contestants because you are an amazing songwriter. And I don't think Thank a lot you. of people probably realize that you wrote, write a lot of your own songs. You wrote 15, you wrote the song you're going to sing this Sunday. Right. Mm -hmm. So 
Like, is that where you started with songwriting? Is that a passion? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I was telling Ryan earlier, like it's, it's music has been a part of me since like the womb. I swear. Like I, I came out of the womb singing. I was like, give me the mic. Well, you do know your dad was going to be a professional basketball player. He t- all the time, all the time. He's like, man, if I didn't do music, I'd be in the NBA. I'm yeah, like, all right, I've dad. Heard that story. All right, dad. <laughs> yeah. Expose. She's on the couch over there. Like, come on. You forgot I know too much, huh? Look at that <laughs> tag team right here. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I uh, I wrote a song about Santa Claus. Was the first one that I like really like put down on paper, and I thought it was good. I was like, oh man, this is. Glass. Uh, you've got to record it someday. Now that you've put that, I out can't there. find it. I'm so upset that I, I, it looks like I just have to write a song about Santa yeah. just so I can justify younger me. But Those um, Christmas songs could get royalties for years and years and years. Exactly. That's <laughs> how I'm gonna make it, Santa. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's all that's about Christmas plan. music. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, that's my plan B actually. Yeah, there we go. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I just, the older I got really once boys started hurting my feelings is when they really started coming together. Um, you and Taylor Swift. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, like, oh, <laughs> every time I see one of her interviews, I just feel so heard. So seen. She said one time in an interview, if guys don't want bad songs about them, they shouldn't do bad things. And I was like, thank you. Repost, send to my high school. Everybody get the memo. There we go. You do a good thing. Look at that. You get a love song. You do know this doesn't bode well for your future dating. No, not at all. Mm -mm. I'm aware. I like, I literally, my parents are like, maybe you're intimidating because you like, you used to write songs about guys. And I'm like, all right, well. Okay, Enough. then I need somebody who can handle it. Right. Well, Give me could, flowers. I'll write a song about how you're such a good boy. Yeah, right. I'll tell you what, though. As a dad, I love the barrier you've created and just the the level of guy that's got to you know want to go on a date with you because they have to know. I got to bring my A game. Right. I have to be Or you respectful. will get an album. Right, exactly. Like, if I don't want a song slamming me, <laughs> I'm going to be my best behavior. Your dad has got to be loving that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I came in with This Summer, my song I wrote, and it was like, you can find me This Summer, Not a Man, I Love Her. And dad was like, yes, <laughs> this is what I want. Okay, I want to I want to hear a little bit of that song. Oh, This Summer? Like Th- singing it? Just a little bit. Just oh, little yeah, bit. yeah. Oh, this is funny because this is, Okay. You can find me this summer, not a man, not a lover in sight, not one, not one, not one. Find me this summer living free, I don't want to be tied to one, to one, to one. I'll be spending this summer all alone, I ain't some toy some little boy can own. So if you need me this summer, I'll be loving myself full time. Love it. And that's a song that's probably your dad's favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. That needs to be every high school girl's anthem. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's funny. It spins. It's going to spin around this summer. My friends are talking about it. You can find me. I'm like, yep, here we go. This Mm -hmm. summer, our summer. All right. Mm -hmm. First day of summer, we'll spin it on Q108. Uh, Hey, you heard it. You heard it. Thank you. You come in. You come into the studio after the official first day of summer. You come in and we'll pull, we're, you and I will play that song. You got it. I'm here. Okay. I'll have a dance right. party. Cool. Mm-hmm. We'll do a little dance party. It'll be yes. fun. It'll be very That's fun. awesome. Yeah, it's happening. So before we close, anything you want to share with everybody? Just how grateful I am for everybody supporting me and for my town. Um, it's just been, it's it's been such a surreal experience, but to have everybody behind me has been amazing. Um, if you want to know more about my journey or see how far it goes, all my social media tags are um, Haven Madison Sings. I'd love to get to know you guys. Uh, my messages are always open. I want to know how my music inspires everybody and how it registers with you. And thank you for liking it and making me feel a little less alone in my feelings. Thank you for being amazing. And thank you for joining us here today. We are 
ecstatic to watch. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to go far and do great things. Thank and you. Ryan and I were talking yesterday. At some point, we need to get your autograph while you still can have time to sign our stuff. Stop. Somebody made a joke about me like autographing their chest. I was like, only if you tattoo it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that would be only your dad. I mean, nobody else. You don't need to be signing anyone else's chest. Let's like stop right there. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.